four picks against Grossman and two fumbles. What did you see about the Bears? Uh, we shut them down that way? No, we, you know, I mean, we, we just, uh, we, the Bears are what we thought they were. They're what we thought they were. We played them in preseason. Who the hell takes a third game in a preseason like it's bull? We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. And that's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. It's a disappointed coach. Man, Danny Green was hot. Welcome to another podcast of IDK Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony. Got my brother here, Kenny, with me for another pod. Say what's up, Kenny. What up, what up? Wake it up. Yeah, man, we out here for another pod. And um, we do this every Sunday, man. No fail. Every week. Every Sunday. Every Sunday, man. Every and, I, Sunday. And, I, and I work, bro. That's crazy. Hey, dedication. Hey. It's called dedication. You know what I'm saying? So you know what people could do? What's up? Just hit the follow button, man. You know what I'm saying? I ain't asking too much ever. Subscribe. 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 Follow us on Instagram. Like. You know, tell your friends. Tell your mama. Cousin. <laughs> uncle. Your drunk uncle. Yeah, that, you, know, you know your drunk uncle got the most to say about sports. <laughs> But now nah, every Sunday we drop on any way you get your podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram so you can let us know how we're doing. Hit the hit the notification button so you can get any time that I drop. Might have some bonus content and hey man, they never know. Might be some live content coming. Oh it might be. Might Uh-oh. have to break down some break down the game. Might break down the bowl game. Maybe. Wake up the streamers. Hey, man. You never know. The only way you're going to know if you turn your notifications on and stay locked in with us. But like I said, I got my brother Kenny here, man. And we're going to just talk. You know what I'm saying? A lot of a lot of things happen in sports, man. A lot of things happen in sports. A lot of people a lot of people been out in these streets talking, man. And you know me. I got to let them know how I feel about it. So, you know. No saying nothing personal, cause I don't know what I'm talking about. It's already okay. a disclaimer. Okay, but you know, we gonna we gonna get into a lot of things. You know, of course we got to get into what Cam Newton said. That's my man. Hey, not too much on Cam. Not too much on Cam. Yo, that's my man, yo. Keep it man, like that's, keep it like that's been my man. That's my man, yo. <laughs> that's my man. Ever since Auburn, that's my man, yo. Keep okay. it, keep it, keep it real. Keep it light. Keep it real light. You wanna talk a little bit about college? Um, first thing about college. Shout out to. First to say it, but fam, you rattlers win the celebration bowl. First celebration bowl in school history. Nah, we not clapping. We just gonna say what's up. You know what I'm saying? They, they talk too much shit. Bro. I can't do it. But um, nah. All jokes aside, shout out beat it. They beat Howard. Don't got the final score right now, hey. but it was a good game. You know, Howard breaking the streak of Miak wins in the celebration bowl. So it's now six to two out of the eight years it's been going. But who's counting? You know. Um, we're also going to talk a little bit about the transport portal, NIL, talk about how college football just changed all together. Because I think some of y'all <laughs> ain't hear me in the second episode when I told y'all to change. And now you see seeing what I'm talking about. Because, you know what I'm saying? Don't mess with people's schools, bro. I tell you, these schools people got, these donors got money, money. Yeah. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. Get in that. Get a little bit of NFL. Talk about, you know, some of the teams in the NFL was popping, getting down to that playoff rush. Mm-hmm. 
playoff time, you know. And then we gotta talk about your team, man. Ah, the Eagles on the hot seat. Yeah, what's what's going on? Well, not not too much, not okay. too soon, okay. not too soon, All right. not too soon. We're gonna we're gonna get with it first though. Break break the ice first, man, because I gotta talk about it. Since, you know what I'm saying we both watch it. Combat sports, bro. Combat sports, bro. My phone people don't want me to be great, but com combat sports and do has the time passed for combat sports to really be a headline sports or had they then got pushed to the back like water polo and stuff like nah. that <laughs> nah I don't think it made it that far down down the ladder but I definitely do like they had some momentum I think I said it a couple pods ago but uh, this past summer was one of the biggest summers in combat sports whether it's boxing or MMA and the steam they picked up just, you know, from the big names that was in circulation and the fights that were put on this past summer alone will probably count from, like, the spring until, like, late July, August time. They had something rolling. Just rolling. You're yeah. talking almost week after week after week. Some big ticket fight was on, was available via pay-per-view. But when I, like, now, in my eyes, I do think the momentum has passed, like you said. Mm-hmm. And it's just not boxing. UFC has lost all this thing. You, you have no star. You have no star. Is it that they don't have no star? They don't let their stars cook. They yeah. fight too much, bro. They yeah. make their stars. Like, it's funny that boxing doesn't fight enough. I was about to say, that's, that's the trade off. And then UFC fights their stars too much. How do you have, like, you don't even let the rivalry move. Right. Like, make them beat somebody. It's like, no, we're going to fight now, settle that. You know, all you got to do is they bring in the next contender. After the championship fight, he comes down into the octagon. They square off, start talking crap. Guess who's up for the next UFC card? Them two. You know, there's no, <laughs> there's exactly. no long, like, drawn out story. It's just, all right, whoever the next contender is, all of a sudden they got beef now. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like I just. That's the trade-off. Is what I'm saying is like, all right. So with boxing, uh, it takes forever to get a fight. You have all these sanctioning bodies that got to come together and shake hands and, uh, you know, click glasses just for a fight to go on. Whereas with you know, MMA, one division, one belt, one president. I do like you that. Know, I do know, like so, that the MMA has like one belt. I think boxing is too big of a sport because it's like. Like it or not, boxing far as populist and people participating in it, yeah. participating is like the third biggest sport in the world. Yeah. For people participating in boxing. Right. So you can't have one belt. But I do think boxing need to go back to only having the four sanctioned. Actually, take the, w, the IBF out. No, IBF was around. Take that WBO belt out. Yeah. It's going to be WBC, WBA, IBF, because the international, Um, I think you should have an international belt. And if one person holds all them belts, then that's what it is. Like all these interims and yeah, fight because they always want a fighting champion and all these other belts. Just every fight in boxing is a title fight. I'm like, I never heard of this cat before. Yeah. So yeah, because by some way he has some claim to the throne, and that's the again that's the trade off because back going back to MMA, you have that streamlined of, of fighting. You know, but even though those fights are so streamlined and you have a, a direct. Uh, direct route to being a champion there's a quick burnout for those fighters as well yeah. whereas on the other side boxing you gotta jump through hoops and fight this person and you know get uh 
get agreement from this body to get this fight set up. And then on top of that, promotion, you got to get they cut. Uh, then you got to get they cut. What's the pay-per-view? How much we get in front of the door? There's a whole lot of agreements, a whole lot of litigation that has to happen before you get that fight. So, which kind of allows on the other side for, you know, the narrative to build, the conflict to build, the outside the ring tension to build, you know, before you even reach the ring. So, it's kind of like we can't we can't ask for too much or for them to be just the same because we're going to end up having the same problem whether we switch out probably from the MMA to box. Yeah, end up having it's the just, same problem. I just think they lost their momentum, lost their popularity. I don't think I don't know. And this is somebody I, I'm a boxing fan like this like they're ducking like like you said, UFC is like they, they meet up in the ring, they fight yeah. three months from now. Right. But they I, but then like right now you can see right now like Wilder and Joshua would just find the fight tentatively if they win their next fight. Yeah. Then you put that fight in Saudi? Guarantee one of them ain't gonna make they gonna make that fight. And then it's in Saudi Arabia, like yeah. They haven't learned that nobody buy. I don't care how big of a names it is. Ain't nobody buying them fight. Nobody wake up and watch it. And like, um, Canelo was ducking Benavidez, like I thought. Yeah. It, it like, it like, it's clear that he's ducking him. He doesn't want to see him. Um, like, yeah. I mean, it, I mean, he still, he still got some, uh, some fighters that are still true to the sport. Like, uh, like Caleb, he's still out here. Chasing down Charlo, trying to get that fight. He smacked that man, yo. If you don't fight that man, if he smack you, you know, in front of your kids, come yeah, on, bro. There's been a firefight on uh, Twitter between Haney's camp and Tank's camp. So I don't he, think that fight ever happens. Yeah, Shakur's still waiting in the wings, trying to catch you no, know, trying to catch fade off. You know, whoever gets that fight or Shakur, who does it, Shakur, you know what I'm uh, off a bad showing this past November. So yeah, Shakur needs to get back in the gym and focus. Yeah, so I mean, I think. Ron's still out there. There's, you know, there's a few fighters that still Them out there. Them niggas ain't about to fight in this. You know that. Yeah, hey. Moose ain't about to get no love. He's still waiting for the rematch for Crawford and, and the Spence. <laughs> like, fight. They, I, they, nah, that's one person duck. Yeah. <laughs> so, as we talk, but as we're talking about, like, the momentum, <laughs> momentum from this past summer going into next year, it's still there. There's still fights that can happen. You know, there's there's enough narrative there and enough you know storyline on the you know up for grabs that you can still run back that same momentum next year. But how does it move forward if like Showtime about to give up boxing? Woo! So that's a big bomb. <laughs> so what Al Hayman about to do? Like he about to make an app? He about to make a network? Like if I was him, I would get a streaming service. Well, they, I think if he can, so they already under Paramount Plus. Showtime has already uh, moved on repair now. But Showtime's giving up boxing altogether, though. Yeah. So he's going to have to find some streaming service. And if he finds his own streaming service where people got to pay like that DAZN, he's going to have to make them do fight each other. Because that Dazzin or whatever, they international falling is like heavy. Mm-hmm. But Al Heyman want that American money. Yeah. But where is that home at? You know, HBO gave it up. First, HBO was like, I'm out the, I'm out the boxing racket. Then they went over to Showtime. I mean, Showtime Apple, gave Apple up the boxing racket. Apple the There you go. You got to go. That's all it was left. <laughs> you know, but. And Apple would put anything behind a paywall. They'll get fucked. <laughs> but they've never been in 
the uh well i think they may have been in for uh maybe hosting those uh what's the what's them boys that be trying to fight uh the jake paul brothers or the paul brothers yeah, they, do those. they do like the bare knuckle fight. yeah <laughs> so maybe prom or or apple plus can kind of pick up the mantle. they haven't been in that record yet but i think they definitely carry the torch but Someone has to uh, pick up that steam because it's up there for grabs. I can definitely see an Apple grab because hey, we are already on a subscription base. You think we going? You think we won't charge you for a special event? We already charge you for a special event if we want to uh, stream a concert. Prime and Apple's trying to get the NFL to come down. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So it's, you know, after a while, after a while, uh, it's gonna be between a fight between those two to see who goes. Uh, Who's going to be the leader in sports? I don't even think we're talking about ESPN after a while, but that's a different topic. But ESPN trying they trying Disney actively trying to sell it though. I think like Disney is actively trying to sell ESPN. Yeah. So, you know, mm, I just have to. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be much uh much left for boxing. I don't know. Boxing, boxing future is uncertain. Let's say that. Let's say that. Um, since you know, what I'm saying NFL is on, recording this on a Saturday. Let's go ahead and get into some NFL. You know, I mean, how you want to? You want, you want to talk about other teams? Or you just want to go ahead and get your team out the way? No, let's 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 wait, man. Let's wait. Let's say, all right, it's been a long two, two weeks. Well, hey, bro. You know what I'm saying? All right. I mean, like. So NFL, NFL starting to get a little bit better, you know. Well, I thought it was till we saw that ass whooping that, that the Raiders gave the Chargers. <laughs> that hey. was crazy, hey, boy. Hey, it, the first, the first step is admitting your mistake. So, Brandon Stanley gone, GM gone. Hey, it's time to move forward, man. Y'all did the right thing. It's a, it's a little bit too late, but y'all did the right thing. That was embarrassing. Boy, that was embarrassing. I'm not in the. I'm not in the. Not from the school of calling any professional player trash. That was embarrassing. Hey, them boys trash. <laughs> I don't like to do it neither. But maybe the boy Brandon Staley, bro. He is nah. like it was bad, right? And then the thing about it, I was with it wasn't, wasn't many people out there telling people like Brandon Staley wasn't like that. Besides what like Rex Ryan was. Uh, weren't many people, but I was like, ever since like that first year with Justin Herbert, I was like, yo, Brandon Staley is horrible. But the stats didn't prove he kept making the playoffs. Yeah. But that was Justin Herbert. That's why I'm so high on Justin Herbert. Even with bad coaching, he done made the playoffs, what, two of the last three years? Yeah. And this year, just can't do it. You're a defensive coach, and your defense is, is trash. You go, what defensive coach? Risk it and go on fourth down all the time. I've never yeah, seen that. Statistics, man. Statistics told you to go for it. Moneyball, man. <laughs> nah, when it comes to NFL, like, I put last week, you know, we listened to the pod, I put out my um top five. And I wanted to see where other people's head was at. Like, where your head was at. What's your top five right now? Give me five teams that's like your best teams right now playing the best football. Uh, Ravens. Yeah, let's, let's try to put them in order. Okay. All right. And in that case, <laughs> Niners, Ravens, Cowboys, Eagles. Five spot hard. Five is crazy. 
you want to put Miami there, Miami, but you don't believe it, Miami. You don't. I'm thinking about the Lions, but they have been playing good football. Um, trying to give a look at maybe a wild card team that could possibly surprise somebody. You know, even though their record don't show it right now, but one of those in the hunt teams. The that Bills playing good football. You. Give me a couple more weeks, Bills. Like, my mind, I put Miami in there because, and I said, I think I prefaced it too. Like, Miami is a team that's scared, that, that's like top five, but they still scare me. Mm-hmm. They're like, are they that good or is the division that bad? Yeah. Like, they caught a Bills right. team. They caught a Bills team early. Do you think they beat the Bills? I, mean, do they have to, I don't know if they have to play the Bills. I can look up the schedule. But do you think they beat the Bills now? Yeah. That's what. That's that's what. That's one of the early lessons within the uh, the schedule that definitely won't play out the same towards the end of the schedule, or definitely damn sure during playoff time. Yeah, not play out the same. So that's what. Um, I'm trying to look up their schedule. Now they play the Jets right now this week. That's a dub, maybe. That's a dub. They play the Cowboys. That's a L. They play the Ravens. Mm. Then they finish the season with the Bills. I can see them losing all those games besides the Jets. And what's their record right now? Did they open the practice window for Aaron Rodgers yet? Yeah, they did. But why would you bring them back, though? Not this year. You're right. Nine and four. They can easily end this season, what, 10 and six? Yeah. 10 and seven, I meant to say. Easy. You know? So that's why they scare me, cause like you'll beat up on they beat the command. Let's look at their W's, right? And um, they lost to the Falcons at the that's preseason. I'm sorry. They beat the Chargers by two. They beat the Patriots. So them two teams is not that good. The game that's looking better is that Broncos game, which I'm gonna get into the Broncos shortly. Got smacked by the Dolphins. Got smacked by the Bills, forty-eight to twenty. So they already lost to the Bills. Eked out a win against the Giants. Beat the Panthers like everybody does. You know what happened? Not you know too, what happened? Not too much. You know what happened? <laughs> then what happened, Ed? What happened then? <laughs> the Eagles. You know what I'm saying? And they beat the Patriots. Oh. <laughs> what you say about that? It is what it is. They lost to the Chiefs over in Germany. They beat the Raiders. That's not a decent team. They beat the Jets. Not a good team. They beat the Commanders. But then you lose to the Titans? You lose to the Titans, bro? Mm-hmm. Let's look at the stats, bro. Like, everybody, like, my man Will Levis was 23 for 38 for 327. Derrick Henry only ran the ball for 34 yards. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So that means Will Levis beat y'all. If I'm looking at the stats, no, they tell the game. They tell the game. How you let D Hop get seven for one twenty four? Don't you got Xavier Howard and and Jay? Uh oh. Uh oh. So that's all I'm saying. The Dolphins are at that five spot. It's kind of that's why you pause. But then, like, <laughs> your other thing would be who? The Lions? Yeah, I've been looking at this uh, this playoff picture, man. <laughs> I mean, there's nobody that, you know, I can say for sure 
that uh that's really killing it it's really killing it i mean this those teams is just right there on the bubble um i, I see the texans are still in the hunt yeah on the low the Colts are still in the hunt yeah talk talk about them get to you my know, team i've been telling you about you know and then <laughs> i'm gonna let you take this one the broncos are still in yo the hunt. yo yo y'all 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 hey man let me let, let me Uh-oh. let me iso <laughs> Yeah, y'all love y'all was saying my man Russell was trash out here. Disrespecting the Super Bowl champion. You know, just because you don't like the nigga don't mean you gotta say trash. And now look at him. Seven and six. Two games out. And I let's see what they schedule look like. You know what I'm saying? I already okay, said. Yeah, before you before you, you know start in the, in the playoff, let's see what they got. Let's see. It might get ugly. They got the Lions this week. They got the Lions tonight, Saturday night. Mm-hmm. That's not that can be a dub. They can't beat the Lions. They can beat the Lions. All right. They got the Patriots. A dub. That, that's, that makes them nine to six. Mm-hmm. They got the Chargers. A dub. And they end with the Ra- with the Raiders. Hey, the that's Raiders. eleven wins, dog. If they win tonight, that's eleven wins. And if the Chiefs stumble, let's see what the Chiefs got. Because just right there, too, like, on that same bubble team watch, the Raiders are right there, too. The Raiders are right there, too. It's Aiden O'Connor, though. I don't trust the Raiders. That game at the end of the year? So, you know. The Broncos and the Raiders, that could be. For a a playoff spot? It could be a four. It could be. The Raiders team is definitely one of those teams that could be in one of those formula. If this team wins, that team loses with a tie. If the other yeah. you know, 500 things got to happen for them to be in the playoffs. Yeah. Especially if they, you know, mess around and be like 9 and 8. Oh. Hey, man. Crazy things happen. Crazy things happen. Then you got, then you got like, like we said, um, AFC, just sticking in the AFC. This AFC North division is crazy. You got the Baltimore ten and three, yep. Cleveland eight and five, Cincy without Joe one again today eight and six, and Pitt Pittsburgh playing Indy today they could be eight and six. That's a that's that's wild. That's wild. And you got the South AFC, AFC is stacked. The North and the South is pretty decent. I think I'm I'm didn't y'all coach go to Indianapolis? Yeah. Like I think uh, without his quarterback, I think he's Stiker. Is Stiker down there in Indianapolis? Oh, you don't remember his name. I believe that's Stiker. But without his quarterback, without Anthony Richardson and your whole plan, you're seven to six with Gardner. Gardner miss you. Like that's that's pretty that's that's pretty good. So. And that's why I'm gonna say. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you my top five teams on the rise, right? Okay. So, and that's no a, particular that's order. That's a good perspective. I like that So, my team on the rise, they're really off from the AFC. So, I like what Cincy is doing without Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. And when I say team on the rise, team I think can make the playoffs, right? That was not looking good to make a playoffs. And now yeah. they can make playoffs. Yeah. I got Cincy. I got Buffalo. Okay. I got Denver. 
I like Indy. And I'm with you. I like the Raiders. I don't include Houston because Houston was like I, they, they I, was, I was looking for like I was looking for like an NFC team or maybe uh, what, what, what NFC team is rising besides the ones that's already good. Uh, I like the Rams as far as like being a bubble team. I like the Rams. They still playing competitive football to the end. You know what I'm saying? And as you look at that uh, that NFC West picture. You know, all they had to do is get in a, a tie or a matchup with the with the Seahawks where they're kind of fighting at the same fighting the same problem. You know, yeah. Niners good long go. You know, they already they already claimed a spot, but as long as we're kind but of do you, like go ahead. Uh, like do you see any of them in the NFC even making any Yeah, he scored. Do y'all think that's a score or do you want to bounce? Pick us pickets. Um, in the NFC, do you see anybody really on the bubble that's making a real challenge? To those top you see in the AFC, uh, it's matchup. It's matchup, really. So, in that wild card, in that wild card week, if let's say like a, a Buccaneers matchup with a a Rams team, they can definitely get to that divisional round. If the Lions mesh up with a uh, I don't know a Packers team that may be that upset where you now you're talking about Jordan Love which is also a come up team that I like too is the Packers team and I think I mentioned earlier this year if we keep us if we keep a record of that <laughs> just get you know just give my boy some bears he'll be all right but um but other than that no we definitely going back over to AMC. AFC for sure. And I like that Texas squad. I like that Texas squad. They, if, if they don't have if they don't have all the tools in the tool belt this year, they coming. Help coming. Yeah. Amigo gonna be down there for a few years. He's gonna be leading that team for a few years. I think I would have been with the Texans going to the playoff to tank to get hurt. That, that yeah, hurt. yeah, that hurt. That hurt. Like Tank was their playmaker. Um like slot playmaker, right? And that's the thing they was doing. Uh, they was doing so much more. Definitely superseded their roster. I mean, very young roster as you mentioned. But you got Nico Collins. You got I think John Mechie from Bama is still on that roster. Yeah, you know, uh, just like a scrapbook. Uh, Robert Woods is on that roster. Yeah. You know, just at just in that wide receiver court, you're dealing with like a scrap book of wide receiver talent but they're still winning competitive games yes so you put them in a position where they can fight for that you know last eight spot they can shake some things up man I like the I think the AFC playoff picture is going to be way more teams can't do quarterback sneaks I needed that he's on my fantasy team Mitchell Trubisky be trash. Oh, you can't advance. He broke the plane, right? Nah, he fumbled. Mr. Trubisky, it's a tub. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. 
give me the sideline view of that. That's a tug. But um, watching Pittsburgh the Colts play. So you know, we talked about up and coming teams. We talked about some of the great teams. Now, talk about your team. I'm gonna let you have a floor. Yeah, yeah. ISO, let me get this one. Mind you, we ain't gotta be all doom and gloom. Mind you, we're still talking about a ten and three team. Okay. Yeah, these last two weeks didn't go how we planned, but but for all for all conversation, please keep in perspective that we're talking about a ten and three team that still beat competitive teams. They got Hello. dominated. The Hello. Last two weeks. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, mute up. Okay. <laughs> He's still talking about a team that beat Miami, beat Buffalo, you know, beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead, in Arrowhead. So, yeah, hey, a win is a win is a win. What did Dennis, what Dennis Green say at the top? They are who we thought they were. And so, yeah, these last two weeks, if we really get into, like, the prop. Pass rush. Before the problems, though. Before the problems. Before the problems. Where you want to go first? When do you hit the panic button? I agree. It's not time to hit the panic button because you are 10 and 3. But after, I, think after, I think after this game. After this Monday night game. Did y'all straight. lose to Seattle? Yeah. Especially if Gino don't play? Yeah. If he, what's the, who's out there playing for them now? Lock. Drew Locke is a star. Yeah. He a dog, yo. After this, this Monday, after this Monday game, and let's say it doesn't turn out the way we like it. Yeah, panic button for sure. And if we have the same offensive output as we've been having these last two weeks, panic button for sure. For sure. I, I still think we can, you know, after this Seahawks game, I think we got the Giants, Cardinals, Giants again, something like that. But, you know, so there's definitely a path to the playoffs, whether that's the fifth seed or sixth seed, however you want to call it. It's still a path to the playoffs for sure, but as far as making it to the playoffs and how far we go in the playoffs, that's definitely a question. Nobody should have any expectations of what they've seen these past two weeks and then things go, continue to go awry on Monday. That's a problem. That's a problem. And that's, and that's if now if we can get into the problems, that's coaching. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm about to ask you, like, what's what's like if you had to pick three? What's the three problems right now? Um. Things, you know, all problems start from the top. So, coaching. Coaching. We've been making the same mistakes for weeks. Everybody's been saying, uh, you know, since the start of the season is that, you know, they're making mistakes, but they're winning. We're making mistakes, but we're winning. We're turning the ball over, but we're winning. And it hasn't gotten better. The passing game looks awkward. I think I told you that, like, when y'all was playing early in the year. Yeah. I was like, I know y'all got a new OC, so I, I thought right. it was going to take time. Right. But I was, like, I think we was like, what, week three? I said, yo, this passing game don't look. Yeah, yeah, it don't look like they're in sync. So, yeah. Like, they're, like, are you, is it Jalen or is it new OC? I think they call it the same play. It's still RPOs. Yeah, and keep in mind, it isn't always, I know a lot of Eagles fans jump online just calling for Brian Johnson, but be clear, Big Seriani still has a lot of control of those all of those plays that you see on game day. You know, he has the power to veto any play call and go for his. 
So let's you know let's, let's give some grace because we don't always know what's going on down at the sideline. So I know we just hear the name, we hear OC, and we think it's the offensive coordinator that's making every decision. That's not true in this case. Sirian is still very much a play caller. So it's so when I say coaching, that includes Sirianni's play calls too, not just Brian Johnson. But it, but it seems like it's the same stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't see nothing that they're doing that Jalen should be uncomfortable with. It's RPOs. But you're also dealing with an unhealthy Jalen too. Uh, I think you know that that knee problem is a little bit more serious than we give credence to. Uh, so that threat of that RPO, that main threat, that run first option, is already taking out the taking out the equation so we're not that fearful of you uh making it to the edge and you know getting outside and you know scrambling for 20 30 yards which kind of you know built our run game last year just because of that threat but other than other than just that run option the slant plays not that those drive starters that we talked about not too long ago those can uh those aren't there. There's no quick answers for Jalen right now. A lot of those passing plays take too long to develop. The answer comes too late. This is after three, four, five seconds of in a, in a drop back when you already wasn't a shotgun. <clears throat> it's not too. It's not. It's not enough quick answers for Jalen to thrive in that in that offense that we got right now. That's just on the offensive side of the ball. Defense, man, don't get me started. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, we can break it down. Don't get me started. Because I see it. <laughs> Defense, don't get me started. Let me let me let me let me let me let me jump in real quick. Yeah. I don't think our defense strikes fear in the people like it used to. Dude. Dude. And the thing is, uh we put a lot of pressure on Jalen to fill the role of Javon Hargrave. When we when Javon Hargrave arrived in Philly, when he was like a maybe five to seven year veteran in the league already. Dog. You know, already solidified who he was in the league and the impact HBCU grad. Yeah, and the impact he has on the league. That's not fair. I understand. And Jalen's having a tremendous season. Don't get me wrong. Jalen Carter's having a tremendous season, but that's still not fair to put on a D-Roy? Is he the deepest rookie of the year? I say D-Roy. Yeah, I think so too. He got a tub last week. (laughs) In a trash game, he got a tub. I think so too. But and, and this is also with the caveat that my boy uh, out there, uh, the Lions got hurt earlier this year. Uh, was it uh, Brian Branch? Yeah. Yeah. He yeah, he looked like some. I see the boy out there in Seattle. Uh, that DB, I, I hated that pick for him this year, uh, earlier in the year, but he, he been balling as a nickel. But uh, I, I definitely thought this was going to be a Brian Branch D-Roy year. But even with Hargraves, right? Like, what I see is... They found a way to neutralize y'all rush in. I think people didn't try to run on y'all last year, the beginning of the year. And then it's like, okay, I'm going to pass it. Now that queue up, sweat, the sign ready. Them are not run set ends, bro. Let let me add another aspect too. Our offense output was way up in comparison to this year. We were scoring last year. So a lot of the times when you're saying those teams last year wasn't running on us, they were trying to throw to catch up. That's a fact. That's a fact. So, as opposed to this year, it's like, no, we're going into the, you know, the second half down 17-7, 14-10, 21-7. Yeah, run the ball. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? 
Yeah, yeah. yeah run the ball, run the clock, and you know, so, y'all play catch up. So now people talk about the OC. What about the DC? I get you can't. You got to play with the players you have. Your linebackers yeah. are not who y'all want to have. Right. right. But that defensive line has to step their game up on the run. They have to protect the run better. Yeah, I, I think that's the. And you're gonna have to protect it without putting three D tackles on the line. Cause that opens you up for other stuff. Oh yeah, and that's that's where you kind of you kind of dictate the game. Last year, the Eagles defense was able to dictate the game to a certain extent. Take away certain options. Yeah. First thing was the run. You're not running. Now throw, yeah. You know, whereas this year, like you have both options. Play action's gonna work because we go, the linebackers gonna bite. The run game gonna work because we get combo blocked all up front. Now you got, oh, you brought five defensive linemen instead of, you know, dropping that extra help back there. Oh yeah, let's go over top. Deep shots now work. Slay, the uh, our Big corner play Slay just got a knee surgery. Our secondary don't feel, you know, they're not interested in playing no more. They don't want to tackle. That's a fact. You know, we have no interest in, in the game outside of... Did the safety get hurt last game, too? Concussion. The secondary does not look interested in that. They don't want to, you know, if it ain't a pick or a PBU or a quick, you know, for the pass rush didn't get there soon enough, they're not interested. So, all in all, there, there's problems all across the board from the defensive line to, you know, from what the work they do as far as containing the edge and and, and playing the run, they you know, everybody just wants to be a, a sack leader from what I've seen, you know, because that's where the money's at. They are more so playing the pass. They're not playing the run on the way to the pass. And that's the problem, especially as an edge player. Yeah. You're mistaking everybody else. That's a tough touchdown. Crazy. Pittsburgh scored on a buff punt. Oh, they got on the one yard line. They gonna mess it up. Never mind. Yeah, oh, so you got your defensive line. You got offensive play calling, whatever coaching. What's the last thing? What's the last thing you think needs to change so y'all can make this run? Um, I think it's just I would say slow the game down. Slow the game down. Run the ball. Run the ball. Fundamentals. When all else is when a, and that was and Swift is balling. This, this is what I'm saying. Even in like the Peters, like for the 2017 season, this last year when we went to the uh, when we went to the chip, we slowed the game down. When all else failed, we were able to run the ball. There were definitely games during both those seasons where the offense wasn't clicking. Facts. And you went back to fundamentals. Ran the ball. Run the ball. You know what I'm saying? We're not hitting on the outside. The deep shots ain't there. Run the ball. Slow the game down. And I don't understand. Swift was balling. Early this year. He's still. The offensive line can still create holes. Keep in, mind, keep in mind, this is still IDK Sports, but so this is a, a rough quote, a rough estimate. I think Swift is still number four or five on the rushing, on the rushing leaderboard. You know, so, and then like y'all got like backs like. I never understood game where I know, you know what I'm saying, he doesn't get many touches, but when he does, he makes plays. Don't use him. I think you want better. Rashad Penny's on that roster. He only touched the ball five times this year. Rashad Penny's on that roster. <laughs> you know, it's like, at least see what he can do. 
or what that off tempo looks like in comparison to Swift. Yeah, run the ball, bro. I got a great offensive line. Swift can make Swift can make that that short uh, passing game work if you put him out there. Yeah, and if you run the ball, then AJ don't have to make a catch over two people. I don't think y'all use Devon. I don't think y'all use Devonte right. That's my biggest pet peeve with y'all. Devontae is more of the speed that you saw what he did in Alabama. The boy can run routes. Right. The boy can do more than just run deep plazas. Y'all, you can call reverses. You can call, you know, bubble screens. Like, Devontae doesn't touch the ball. He maybe gets, what, four to five touches a game. He's such a good team player. He don't think he can play. But just the same the same way that's been the answer against the Eagles defense, where a lot of teams will attack like the middle of the Eagles defense first. That's how they get the outside uh, outside shots with those quick passes. We don't have a quick game. Our passing game takes too long. We don't have that quick seven yard dump to the tight end, yeah. three yard flat play, yeah. uh, three yard pass to the uh, to the flat. We don't have no quick out pass to the uh, to the boundary. Nothing quick. Everything takes forever to develop, and. This one just leaves Jalen to play hero ball. It's nothing quick. Nothing quick. But, you know, still a top team. Yeah. Definitely going to make the playoffs. Just, you know, see what happened. You know, just got to right the ship a little bit. A little low. Big win. Big game this week. So, you need to win this one. Definitely need to win this one. So, what? one thing I'm going to get to before we get to these sports media folks. I'm not sports media. Uh-oh. This is the pod. Oh. Man, Draymond Green, yo. I'm going to let you ride out, bro. <laughs> Your dog is wild. Your boy is wild. I'm going to let you ride out, though. Yo, I haven't I haven't rocked with this dude since he came in the league, bro. Let's go back down memory lane. You remember? Like, when everybody was making excuses for this man. Oh, but he's such a champion. He does this. The boy only averages five points, bro. He had a defensive player of the year awards. I'm not saying that he's not a great player. Of course, it, man. He's a great player. But some of the antics and some of the it ain't even the antics that he does, it's the excuses that he makes up after. Like when he kicked old boy in the nuts. Yeah. Oh, I was just you know, I, I, that's how my leg goes. No, man, we can I can see you. Stomp on people. <laughs> he done choke people, stomp people, kick people. He elbowed um James Harden in the head. And now you just out here smacking people, bro. Smacking the shit out of people by our head. He did the Zangief smack on <laughs> 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 that. man with that But now, all just aside, we all have played, if you play sports, play with that person that does takes it a little bit too far. But Draymond takes that to a whole other level, bro. Like, why? Like, why are you smacking people on the court? Why are you punching your teammates in the face? Yo, yo, like, is everything good with you, bro? He be smacking the right one. Ain't no way in the hell that man would have smacked me like that. Now I've been laying on the ground. Like, oh, my God. No. Like, nah, bro. I was trying to get a call. Fuck that. We both getting ejected. He the bully. His, his role is the bully. It has been that. And we applauded him for that when, you know, when everybody else, when the group was still firing on all, on all, uh, on all cylinders. Now, Clay, Clay, y'all applauded him. I've been telling y'all that's stupid. I think what's been happening, if we're being honest, is that, you know, it's kind of magnified now because, uh-oh, 
plane hit the pop up shop. Yeah. Nobody slashed. Oh, the run is over. You know, nobody, you know, Steph, you know, Steph on defense. Oh, Steph ain't playing the like now you want to acknowledge the other problem? My man just got out of jail and went back. I said, hey, all right, give you a second chance. Then, then six <laughs> games later, he's smacking the shit out of somebody. Like, <laughs> like my, and I saw it live. And you can see if you if you ever go back, look at the tape, you can see the uh see the uh fans just not the fans, but the players but smosh. Yeah. He out of here. But not too much, but I ain't gonna get too much of my dream. I just had to had to say something about it because like bruh, like like nigga. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing, man? What are you doing? Now, now let's talk about these sports media folk, bro. Let's talk about sports media. I'm not media. This is a pod. I already told y'all know what I'm talking about. So you can't claim me on media. All right. So we just said it. I just said it with like two pods now. Like, yo, these media folk just be out here talking like we can't see their stats. Like, like, you can't Google. see they stats, it's so bro. <laughs> it's so like I got a phone where I can look up your stats. Let's talk about it. We ain't gonna talk about the players yet. We're gonna talk about Cam Newton had a take where he saw called some people game managers and called some people, you know, changes game changers. Whether you like it or not, whether you like it or not, or agree with it or not. It's people out here saying that Cam Newton doesn't have the right. Who is Cam Newton to say anything? Oh, you pulling the one joker right now. <laughs> oh, I'm loading up. Go ahead. I'm ready. I'm, I'm staying in baseline. I'm ready to shoot. <laughs> I'm staying in baseline. I'm ready to shoot. Ready to shoot like Bruce Bowen in the corner. <laughs> I'm ready to shoot. Just go ahead. I'm going to clear out. I'm going to clear out, though. You got the ISO. But anyway, with the ISO, it's kind of like. How are you going to say that Cam Newton, a Heisman Trophy winner, a national champion, yeah, Super Bowl, MVP, one of the, like, freshman rookie year, rookie of the year, yep. threw for 4,000 yards in his rookie year. Wake it up. Flipped his truck, played the Giants, threw for 400, and then, then ran for another 100. Wake That's $500, for, so 500 of total offense. Wake it up. Cameron Newton, six foot five, two. 40, you know what I'm saying? Led the Panthers to what people know who the Panthers are now. Had a great run, whether you liked him or didn't. I don't know why I'm going to say his antics, because all the did, man did was celebrate when he did something good. Like, now these cats over here, you know what I'm saying, doing the step line, bro. You know what I'm saying? So, he can't say who's a game manager. He, don't, he can't have an opinion, but... We gonna say names, but Kimberly Martin can. Dan, um, not Dan Orlowski, but the other dude that's a reporter. Um, it's a lot of people that's reporters. Not, not, not the game. That's why I should have played this my first clip. Talk about practice. Y'all ain't even in practice. Let alone the game. Say he doesn't have a right to say anything, but who gives you the right? Is you in the locker room that he was allowed to be in? But obviously you're talking about him because what Cam say, I can do your job, but can you do mine? Bar. But I'm going to pass the ball. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to pass the ball because, Bar. like, Cam, 
in any athlete that's done it, especially at a high level. That's why I don't be too much on Unk, because Unk be saying some crazy stuff, but Unk still is a Hall of Famer. I don't be too much on Dion. Well, I do be a lot on Dion. <laughs> but that's more Coach Prime right, than right, Dion. Right, like, right. I would never yeah. say that. Like, I don't be too much on Ed as the Coach Ed. No, I, I, I be on his ass. But Ed, the player, no, Ray Lewis. Ray Lewis after football be on his ass. But Ray Lewis during football, I don't say nothing. I can't talk about it. You know why? Because they're my Hall of Famers. Game changers. Game changers. Won awards. But y'all cats that ain't even won a Pulitzer. What's the, what's the, what's the right one? A Pulitzer Award? Pulitzer. You know what I'm saying? Ain't been Sports Illustrated Journalist of the Year. Never been acknowledged by the script school uh, writing board. You know. Never, never been lead journalist. Never got an Emmy. Talk about it. Never, just got there. Sports journalist for, what, two weeks? All you, it's just hot takes. All you doing is hot takes. That's not true journalistic like, They can do hot one. takes, but Cam can't? That's crazy. You want, and the truth is, you want it to be one way. That's the truth. You want it to be one way. You know, the fact that you was able to land a spot there and, you know, whether it's on Fox Sports or ESPN Sports, so that should give you credence to how well you're doing your job. That's not true. That's not true. Whereas Cam has proven that, you know, he didn't create his own sports uh, avenue or his own sports platform after sports, after walking away from the game. There's something to be said there. And, you know, it should be respected. Even if, even if you don't respect his opinion, like it, don't like it, there's a journalistic respect. No matter who's telling it. Cause we ain't even talk about on the field. I can let I can let Ed <laughs> I can let Ed kick y'all head in on stats because <laughs> you know Dominique Foxworth. <laughs> you ain't that. You ain't that, bro. And there's a few of y'all that sit up there. Don't get me started. There's a few of y'all that sit up there every week. Y'all wasn't that. And it's like, hey, hey, if you play at a lower level, it's like don't shoot for the stars. I get it. You know, don't don't shoot at them. So this is where you can sit here and say the same thing about me. Y'all shouldn't be the same, saying that same thing about Cam. And we just said MVP, Super Bowl contender, rookie of the year, five star, five star coming out of high school. Went to that Florida team. Urban five star coming out of high school. Urban wanted him. Like yo, people don't even know, right? And I'm gonna say. Listen to how Urban them talk. Listen to people talk about Cam. Urban was put, wanted Cam to be like the Tebow, Chris Leak type one-two punch. Right. But you know, Cam, you know, stole some laptops. You know <laughs> but all I'm saying is like, y'all, y'all want to be critical at the wrong time. You know, it's. This wasn't the time to start calling out Cam's legacy. This wasn't the time. But they call it out like it's some shit, though. You know what I'm saying? This what, especially if you've been speaking from hindsight, you know, in retrospect, that, oh, your career wasn't, especially if you have the game manager and game changer conversation. When you went to, uh, when you went to Bank of America Stadium, who was you game planning for? Cam was like, 
low key like for like a year to face in the league. Who was you game planning for? Man. That brings me to my next take, bro. And we've been talking about an hour, so we're gonna we're gonna finish it up with this with like this, and we'll talk college football next time. Um sports media just turned into a bunch of haters, bro, or a bunch of podcasters, which I am a podcaster. But it's supposed to be sports media. You're supposed to be have some journalistic and you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some journalistic integrity about it, right? Right. But at the same time, you don't have that same freedom as, say, a podcast. The freedom that Cam has when he makes that take on his platform. Whereas you still have stakeholders when you work for Fox. You have stakeholders when you work for ESPN. You got people you're responsible to. You're a journalist. Right. You have ad dollars, campaign dollars that go towards that fund, what you say on that mic. So you don't have that freedom, but somehow you're supposed to maintain that same edginess and that same thrill, that same shock fact, shock value when you sit on uh, as a panelist for these shows. Yeah. You can't do both. But I feel like you can be entertaining and make some hot takes. But I feel like it's just turning into straight hot takes. It's like no yeah. journalistic, nothing behind it. Everybody's herd mentality, bro. Right. Like, like I think we talked about it. Brock Purdy having a great year right oh we never seen this before did it Jimmy Garoppolo had the same when they went to Super Bowl the same thing same as you pull up the stats the same exact stats right like and personally what Cam said I might have not put Dak in it but he was right too Brock Jared them are game managers no diss against them he wasn't even dissing them they are game managers they don't change the game. Everybody was like, well, what was Cam? Cam was a game changer. He did everything. Yep. His number one target was Greg Olson. Ted Gill was our number one receiver. Right. And then you want to knock him at the same, at the same effort because, you know, yeah, his shoulder ain't the same. Because why? He was leading the, the run game down in Carolina for a while. Knock him for his you know throws not being that sharp. Yeah, because I was leading <laughs> I had to be a leading passer every season because I got to chuck it 60, 70 yards for us to have a fighting chance. You know, so like you, you can't blame him for the same things he had to do to win. I, you know, i.e. game changer. Whereas for Dak, it's like, don't mess up. Don't mess up. And mind you, I don't even like using Dak in this in this instance because but this you season he's been popping off. But you know who was a game manager before they became a star? They I don't want to say Peyton. I think Peyton always had to do a little bit much. Tom, the first two Super Bowls, people forget how good that defense was, right? Yeah. They forget they had Corey Dillon, right? Yeah. Had dogs. And then Peyton grew in too. You know, you know another game manager Kevin that won a... Kevin Falk was on that offense too. Yeah, you know another game we manager that won a Super Bowl? Trent Dilford. Trent Dilford. And then you know who he played against? Kerry Collins. I was about to say, yeah. Jake Bell home went to a Super Bowl. Uh oh. Uh oh. We ain't talking about the Panthers. I'm about to say that uh, Super Bowl Bears and uh, Bears and Colts Super Bowl. Man, Jay though. Is Jay a game manager though? That wasn't that wasn't a Jay Cutler team. That wasn't Jay. That was a Rex Grossman team. That was a Rex Grossman team. Yo, that's that's ill. 
<laughs> no, sir. No, sir. Rex, we leave, leave, leave you out the hunt, Chief. So, yo, yeah. was Jay, wasn't it? not a Jay team. Yo, look at, I got to look it up, yo. It's not a Jay Cutler team. Was that Rex and Jay? That's crazy. So, Lovey Smith took Rex Grossman to the Super Bowl? Peter Tillman, Brian Erlacher, Hans Briggs took them to the Super Bowl. But I'm saying, like, Lovey, like, that just tells you how good the coach Lovey was. But my thing is, this, there's no slight. I think overall, the overarching point is that there's no slight to being a game manager. There's no slight to making the right decision at the right time. There's some elite game managers. It's okay to make the elite decision at the right time. There's nothing wrong with that, playing within the system and being elite within the system. There's nothing wrong with that. Yes. You know what I'm saying? There's, but there is there's also some credence that can be added to those who can make plays outside of the system, make out plays off time, off rhythm, and yeah. still make positive plays, X-factor plays. You know, that deep shot down the field when, you know, when it wasn't expected, you know, playing mm-hmm. off rhythm. Uh, <laughs> no looks to Patrick Mahomes. 2006, Rex Grossman. Okay. That's crazy, yo. So there is, it's okay to be a game manager. It has a connotation, but it is okay to be a game manager. That's there's, a no, there's no fault to it. Yeah. There's no fault to it. But there are different players on the field. There's levels. That's all we saying. Yeah, and you can't tell somebody that played if you didn't play. They can't say nothing about it. Come on, man. That you got more on so what you're saying. Come on, man. Come on, cut it out. That's crazy. That's crazy. Because if, if y'all really want to pull up stats, and you're the last crowd that wants to, that that will want that conversation to pull up stats and accolades. Yeah, and it's not even like it wasn't even more like the players. It was the analyst that was making me mad. Like I was again. Like, Gonna tell this in man your, in your field, your journalistic field, you don't want to talk stats or accolades. You not like that. Bro. Okay, so let so leave that alone. I like that for real. Let, let's see what you did at your time with the Inquirer. It wasn't there, mm. you know? So it wasn't writing for the Washington Post again. Your stuff wasn't submitted for uh, this award or that one. So leave it alone. Yeah, leave it alone. You was never at the top of your field, so how can you comment on somebody that was at the top of his? And say he don't have a comment. That's crazy. Leave it alone, man. That's crazy. Don't throw stones. The house is made of <laughs> made from glass from top you, to bottom. Oh, you know, you got the house. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. You throw a stones from somebody else's yard. Right. The house is glass from top to bottom, boss. Leave it alone. So, good pot. You know what I'm saying? Hour in, we ain't gonna do too much. We gotta talk college football. We definitely gonna have to break down some recruits. So that's ah, coming. Recruiting season coming up. That's man. coming. That's coming. Uh, we got money some, making season. Um, signing day is Monday. Uh oh. So definitely gonna have Before to come that. back, talk about like what teams won on signing day, and definitely talk about you know some teams after on the, on during the off season teams that's um or players is getting ready for the draft, and what your team may or may not need. You know. So that's that's a that's a big big deal. I love recruiting season, especially when it's for my team. 
I'm saying if we got ten scholarships, six of them better be six three and three hundred. <laughs> <laughs> At least. <laughs> I'm looking for all the cats, you know what I'm saying? Offensive defensive alignment, you know what I'm saying? So, man, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm looking for. But good pod, you know, ain't gonna go too much longer. You know, already talked an hour, got our soapboxes out the way, you know, but you know I'm saying what really grinds our gears, you know. They just hyped us up, man. Yeah, man. It's it was so real, easy, but man. don't forget, drop every Sunday. Every Sunday or wherever you get your podcast at, Apple Pod, Spotify Pod. Tell your mother, sister, brother, friend, dog, chickens, ducks, snakes, animals, Let everybody know, man, this is your premium podcast where you talk sports with the average guy. Not too much stats. You're going to hear a lot of things. Got a lot of things coming up in the works. Probably got some live content coming, so stay tuned. Stay tuned. Pod taking off. Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Pod, pod is going up. So the only way that you cannot miss is turn your notifications on, man. I ain't even asking for no money, bro. You click a button. Damn. <laughs> I don't be I don't be want to be on here begging, but damn, just hit a button. Yeah, be on, I'll be online. Like it all day. Click a button. Like, you know what I'm saying? Double tapping everything. <laughs> you, double, you double tapping Ruby Rose about to get her. No, maybe. <laughs> Click a button. Click a button. Click bro. a goddamn button. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah, but turn your notifications on so you can see anytime that we drop. Don't forget to follow me on IDK Sports Pod 23 on Instagram. Until next time, I'll holler.